0: Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders. Our guest today is none other than Garrett Huffman, the musical mortgage man. We're gonna talk about uh, music, we'll talk about uh, mortgages, and we'll talk about man stuff. Don't go anywhere, we've got a great episode coming up for you. What are you going on about, Matt? That was just literally mouth movement. That was Matthew mouth movement my lot. Matthew mouth movement my lot? We're going to do a lot of assonance and alliteration today.
1: <laughs> assonance? Yeah. What, were you assonance.
0: not prepared for assonance, this? Assonance is uh, repeated vowel sounds, repeated consonant sounds. Oh. Alliteration is How repeated do you guys vowel sounds. Know I mixed them. Sh-
2: alliteration. I thought alliteration was anytime it was the the first letter of the word.
0: No, no, no. If uh, Alliteration would be like if I said, Evans, extremely egregious. Ears. Okay. That would be because I'm leading with a vowel. The vowel. Whereas right. assonance is musical mortgage man. Got yeah. It. Because it's consonant sounds.
3: You Matt, why nerds. do you. No, you don't nerds? know this, Matt? It's English. Yeah. It's, it's the English. language you speak. It's English. Something I just thought about that we didn't <laughs> talk about last episode was when you said if these microphones ever smell like beer, I'm like, if they ever smell like anything, what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, ding. Yeah. This one's not going to go on the radio. No,
3: this isn't part of the show. Yes,
0: it is. We, I did the <laughs> intro. We're doing the show right now. We can always bring it. Matt, the Matt, Matt for, for for how long how long did Matt think we were not doing an episode? This entire time? <laughs> I did the intro, you Maybe mouthed my words. You got the grammar you think, lesson. You think we had the grammar lesson? We're do, we're, we're doing the show right now, Matt. Right I, now. <laughs> I, I feel like it still hasn't clicked with you that we're <laughs> Is it on air? <laughs> I feel yes.
2: like I feel like we need a we need the live lamp.
0: So, yeah. So that oh, yeah. That yeah, would be okay. really Def- cool. Okay.
3: Definitely do.
0: I like that idea a lot. Well, that that lovely fourth voice that you hear right now. I mean, you know, everybody knows my voice and Evan and Matts. Uh, we have a wonderful guest here today. You have a lot of nicknames within the Signal Fire Circle too, as well. Mm-hmm. Your brand name is Musical Mortgage Man. So we're gonna lead with that one. And if you've been listening to Signal Fire for a while, you know your NMLS number one seven two eight 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 three, but number one in our hearts. Did I get it right off the fly? I think you did. Yes. Practice. Oh, that's that amazing. Yeah. I didn't have written down but Garrett Huffman the musical mortgage man how are you buddy I'm doing good how are you good how do you feel right now is the important question being here with us it feels good yeah yeah why tell me why
4: um well (laughs) it feels good because uh we already have an existing relationship and have for a while and it's been cool to watch you guys move forward with this and um and it's cool to now be here and be talking to you guys now
0: you're a client and I mean you're booming your business is going crazy you know you're He's doing really good
3: this month. Like, I just want like, to talk about. How, I, I want to, to talk to about Depot. the first thing
2: I noticed was how on brand the Huff was he
3: when he walked up. He always is, dude. He like, always and is, and the shirt is dope. Yeah, like, how is. on point is their that's their apparel, yeah. Lone Depot. Sick. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's. It, I mean, it's so Garrett because it's kind of retro '90s, a little bit like. You know, West Coast. Uh, see, I see 80s synth rock. Beach. That's all
3: I see. 80s <laughs> synth rock. Here, a, like a flock something. of seagulls dun, coming dun, on strong. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, right. Was that, that, that's such a great beat. It is. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, I like, and I, I that was Beverly Hills Cop, right? Right. I was not allowed to watch that movie. Really? For, for obvious reasons when I was a kid, but yeah, dude, that beat, Mm. every time I heard it Mm -hmm. all through, Mm -hmm. he still, when I hear it, it's just like, Mm -hmm.
0: it's like, you just get all serious. Can we take that, can we take that and put it over his videos instead of the one that we have now? It needs to be some synth rock.
3: Yeah. Is what we I I agree. Okay. Yeah. Dude.
0: Yeah. Client's always right. But it was my idea. I just want everybody to know that it was my idea. But we're gonna do it for sure Jay because he said to do it. <laughs> you boob.
4: You, you boob. boob. Oh man, I love it. Um, I think anything with more guitar vibes yeah. is good. Yeah. You think the guitar is gonna come back? Mm. I don't know. Can, Josh you, say, first, can yes. you play the Josh, guitar? Josh I've yourself. never
0: tried. You're you're a good musician.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You but heard. I don't know piano at all, and I think you need to know piano more what? for that.
0: So yeah. So is it just a keyboard turned sideways or are there some fundamental there's guitar no frets or anything no. Yeah. there's no, no the frets keyboard. okay
4: but i don't know if maybe like where the neck of a guitar would be there's buttons and other that's where the dog bark and actionable bark items noise. are yeah, yeah, right yeah. spring barking yeah. bark, yeah. bark. oh. is that yeah. the same thing and that they Wuga? use when they're yeah.
3: recording those songs i mean i don't know that's a good you guys are asking me great questions cuz i felt like that was just a setting on a keyboard about. i thought it was just somebody for no. that song, I thought no, it was you just, take
0: the keys and you t- turn it sideways. I'm, I of, think, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure base. that a, a
4: guitar has been used in studio for something from like the mid to late '80s. Yeah, it has to right. be right. It's not. Was nice. it Oingo
0: Boingo? They did weird science, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So
3: and Oingo Boingo like, is one of my. What favorite about? 80s she Oingo blinded Boingo. me with science.
0: That's a good '80s song. That's not Oingo Boingo, but that. What about? What about Jen Psaki? Follow the science. That's a really good one. Evan know. is looking at me with rage right now. Sorry, yeah. Let's not, not let's not, not talk about all the J I heard a I
2: heard a cricket actually in the ceiling. <laughs> we're definitely <laughs> but not going. You're
0: political. a man, so you wouldn't
3: understand, anyways. Right. Yeah. <sighs>
0: so yeah. So Oingo Boingo, I feel like on their stage presence, had a guy actually playing. Duran yeah. Duran had a guitar yeah, too. Duran yeah. Duran. Uh-huh. I think so. Mm. It's you go a big eighties d- thing. Your your musical range is wide, isn't it? I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. yeah. What what? Okay. What is fundamental garrett huffman the first cd album song you can remember having an imprint i remember um i remember when the album american idiot came
4: out the green day album. and then i remember when the black parade by my chemical romance came out and those are i think oh 04 and oh 06 or oh 05 and 06? Bl- oh Black grade okay. was oh 06. I know, yeah, that for sure was oh 06. And I knew some of the singles from the album Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge that they put out before that. But as far as like... That was the one that
3: had... Um,
4: I'm Not Okay Helena. Yeah, I'm Not and Okay Helena, and Helena. But as far as so like remembering... that is so... As far as he being aware nothing. of music that like I liked and knowing new albums coming out, I remember those two: The Green what Day about, album and the My Cam album.
0: What about when you were growing up? What did mom and dad play in yeah. the house on, on so, Saturdays? Good so, question. I, yeah.
2: My mom
4: played a lot of... So she played a lot of Bob Seger okay. and a lot of Bon Jovi, okay, okay, and also a lot of disco music.
0: Really? Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Like ABBA or ABBA, ABBA. Like um,
4: say ABBA it's too. like it's raining men. Bee Gees? Like, like Really? Yeah, like, well, like dance Gloria floor Gainor? disco
0: music. Um, it's raining men. <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but anytime fire. I hear that song, though, I have so much fun. Like that's a really really. <laughs> it fun was song. all like really yeah. fun music. Dude, That was for back sure. in like
3: a uh, American Bandstand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, literally, why do they not have a show like that where it's just like an actual rock band playing and it's just people grooving? Dude, <laughs> I think like, we should bring it. Let's yeah, bring it back. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, bring let's it back. do it. Why not?
4: Why I, I not? would, no doubt. Yeah. My dad, yeah. Soul he listened Train was to even more my dad doesn't... listened to a lot of classic rock, but like more, more like in the southern rock vein. So mm. uh, Skinner. like Skinner, Thirty Eight Special, yeah, um, stuff like that. Blue Oyster Cult, Blue Oyster southern? Cult. Yeah. yeah, I have a ton of uh, vinyls that I inherited from them. Yeah. Um, but the first inherited. They're not dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, gift they're not kid. dead. Gifted. But sure, they gift. They didn't yeah. want them anymore. And when I moved out, I took. They them, wanted. So.
3: They wanted their kid to be cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, they made a cool kid.
4: So, um, <laughs> and, but the first two albums that I remember buying, um, I couldn't get, um. American Idiot or Black Parade because they had parental, parental advisory, advisory stickers on them. And, yeah, you're... you're. you're, um, you're but I was, like, 13, you know. Okay. God, American but
3: Idiot. I, I was, like, a sergeant when that came I out. I know.
0: I uh, I did get... in did it war for five years when that came out.
4: <laughs> but because of... Especially because of, like, my dad's classic rock influence, I got um, Back in Black by ACDC okay. and Led Zeppelin IV on the mm, same day. Yeah. Like, CDs, you know, so I could, like, force my parents to put them in the car and yeah. take out the ABBA. Um, And listen to that stuff. So, and I had like a CD player, you know, just a portable one that had you know one CD at a time. Yeah, the the Walkman batteries,
0: the the, you know the headphones with the anti-skip technology. Remember when that came out? That was a big
4: deal. Did not work. I
3: was like, cool, I can run with it.
0: (laughs) Cuts out. No, dude, the Walkman that was far superior (laughs) to a discman. Hundred percent. Yeah, because I mean, you had to rewind and you couldn't skip songs and stuff, but. I feel like That's you'd get deeper days. into the music back then, right? Like, you, you'd listen to the whole CD, so, A-side and B-side. I, like,
4: I for sure would take out, I guess, what would have... It used to be the insert that would be in an album, you mm-hmm. know, or the, the big book that had would come in an album. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but when I was buying... Like in stores buying physical copies of stuff, it was CDs mainly. And but I would like as soon as if my mom took me to Target or wherever to get a CD, like when we got in the car and I put it in, I was taking out the lyrics, know, the, the booklet. And whether it was pictures or lyrics or what sometimes like the band me, would man. write up yeah. yeah. it's yeah. you know? the biggest. Like,
3: <laughs> but that's like <laughs> the magic the nucleus of the magic of but buying But that's it. Album. Yeah. Like yeah.
4: you could soak it in as a full experience yeah. with this tangible physical thing. Yeah. And as much as I love the convenience of streaming, especially with as much music as I consume You're more
3: disconnected.
4: You're, yeah, yeah, you're, and you're much more likely to listen to songs as singles than to listen to an yeah, album from front sure, to back and, sure. and experience it as a like full, what would be the B sides? Yeah, you know? because it's, I mean, it's it's like a movie, you know. I mean, you're intended from, the, I think, from the artist's perspective, a lot of times to to play it from front to back and yeah. not just to pick, you know, pieces pick the here songs and there. With stars by them. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah and exactly. Your music experience changes so much with streaming and and not having like a. A tangible physical thing, I think. Dude, yeah, why do you think, think, I, I know, think? I know, I know. He's bring, right. He's you're right. bringing
3: back like a whole phase of my
2: life that I've totally forgot. Well, about. even to the point where like artists these days won't even release a whole album. No, they'll, they'll just spit they out singles at a time. Right, yeah. exactly. And then they'll do like and a hoping they get a, a, top, a top a top Billboard yeah. charter.
4: And the, then those are some of my like fondest memories of adolescence and like you know yeah like discovering who you are or like the things that you like. You know would be. Getting home and like just putting on headphones and, and taking out the, the booklet or whatever for an album and just listening to it front to back and just.
3: And reading each lyric. Yeah. Reading the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. That was
4: and so looking magical. at, you know, the liner notes that are in there, like special thanks or like so and so's featured on this song or why would this person from this You're band like, oh, be. Oh, this guy like, helped write this song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like putting little things together, you know, it is a whole experience that's I think is kind of lost and that. I guess probably a lot of young people really won't experience much of unless it becomes At all, cool dude. you know oh. to like the way that vinyl has kind of had a resurgence, like unless it becomes cool to go back to that stuff. But style. it's
0: very small amount of people that it's having a resurgence.
2: I with, don't right? think so. I don't think so. Because there's these channels that that Mon actually found. Mon Bon. And it is it is a top-down view. So imagine a camera's up here, two turntables here, and it is people spinning like old like kumbia records okay. old like dance records from turkish disco bands <laughs> and these people have Hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube, and it's just them at a turntable huh, spinning, old and they're not records.
0: doing like any mashups or. It is just
2: Ricky Ricky it Ricky. Is when the one song is over, they hit the switch to the other turntable and it starts. How about that? So
0: it's like a pirate radio is making a whole yeah, comeback kind of, on YouTube. Yeah,
2: yeah, wow, it's really cool too, and it's like house cleaning music. Well, you know, well, we just put it on for the background.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the? It's funny you say that because when I think about the first thing that I remember listening to was because mom and dad were cleaning the house on yeah. a Saturday, uh-huh. and it was uh, Roy Orbison and Dude, Gordon Lightfoot. Elvis, a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, Patty Loveless. My dad was big into
4: Elvis or is big into Elvis. Both of my parents are. My dad especially. And they are still alive. Yes. 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 (laughs) All of our Um, parents are still with us. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, uh, but I remember being into Elvis at a really young age yeah. because
0: of that. A little less Come yeah. <laughs> singing, more action. I remember I, my dad or my mom would sing that to me when she'd want me to get to get me to do my chores. Uh huh. Like,
2: oh, want to? Wait, so I don't remember <laughs> who sent who sent Big Iron. My mom really was super guy. into that. Okay. That sent me on. a – Oh, I sent Big Iron. That yeah, sent me I sent on, Big a, Iron. on. I just started a playlist based yeah. on that song, yeah. and I was like in tears driving because yeah. of some of the songs that came. Oh, on. dude! Because it was like Waylon and Willie, yeah. and it was Conway Twitty and like stuff like that. Did it you get down on OG country music like? That.
4: So, some, but what I what I really grew up on with country music is. Um like 90s, you think of Brooks and Dunn mm, and yeah. Alan Jackson George and Garth Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Garth, like black, man. Yeah. Yeah. Garth. I had that, um, li- my sister Travis, that live yeah. album. live you album know, That's the kind of stuff yeah. that I grew up on. And Travis most,
3: Tritt. Yeah, my, yeah <laughs> my
4: mom's a huge <laughs> Travis Tritt fan. My parents you, you saw... You to
3: have Travis <laughs> Tritt. You got to yeah. throw a bolo tie. Just throw a bolo tie. Oh, had about 50 pounds and put on a bolo tie. That could be a dope Halloween costume. It wouldn't require a lot of effort either. He wore a black cowboy hat, right? When he did.
2: Now uh, he was no hat.
3: Clint Black okay. was Clint the black,
2: black hat, were the, and then yeah, George, yeah, yeah. of course, had the black Didn't famous black, black cowboy hat. Did Clint Black pass away recently? No. The who a cancer? Who? No.
0: Clint Black. Was he so. the one who made a couple of appearances on Touched by an Angel? <laughs> you
2: remember that TV show? Oh yes, gosh. of course. Yeah. When you
3: walk. <laughs> yeah, the one that was Down on like the, the Dub Channel. <laughs> Feature mom, films for fans. My mom so loved that show,
0: dude. I'd watch it all the time with my mom, dude. Oh, that's so funny. What was your What
2: was the first album you had you bought? First album I bought. Yeah, first um, CD, I guess. It I don't. Been. I don't really remember buying a lot of CDs mm-hmm. when I was. Or even digital, like your first. No, I mean like in in actually no. I I, I think the first album I ever bought was like, Riders of the Plague by the Absence. Oh wow! It was it was pretty wow. pretty earthy You've metal. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah this, was, this was probably sophomore junior year. Did high school. yeah.
0: Did you um, buy that at a at a small show? No, like dude, at the like, merch table. No, because
2: we had we had like because <laughs> CD warehouse wouldn't have had that. We or... had like Sam Goody and F Yeah, or... Sam Goody and yeah. Best Buy had a crazy yeah. album selection. Yeah, dude, that's why I It used was, to get most it was of my Washington, music. man, in the metal yeah, the metal yeah, 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 section. Yeah, Like the rock section was metal. And right. Deep. Like, and deep. Uh, yeah. Not like. But just... there was like everything from like New York and West Coast hardcore mm-hmm. to like you know tech death metal bands like the Absence and and then like deathcore bands you know like. No, oh, Ram- Ramstein. those albums were on the shelves at Best Buy. Ram Ramstein
0: was was uh, German pop synth rock.
2: I
3: know, but I they had some... Roms-
2: Ram
0: Ramstein would be butt rock, right? For sure, but for rock, sure, butt yeah. rock, German synth butt rock. Matt and I share a mutual what? love of Coheed what? and Cambria. I I like Coheed too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. 100%. Are you? Did you ever get down on some Coheed? Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay, for okay. sure. We're we're, Josh Coheed. Not a fan, Josh said. Josh does not like Coheed. <laughs> Those guys are pigs. There was something defining about Coheed albums because, like, I remember the. Um, uh, uh, what's the second album? In keeping secrets. In keeping secrets that came out right around oh three oh three. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was like. Marine Corps, and it kind of had like some war vibes to it a little bit. Oh yeah, It uh, so, yeah. keeping secrets. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. So
4: yeah, it's flooded with war vibes. So what that, was your?
2: That's, that's another another one. Probably my favorite album I've ever bought is Ashes of the Wake. Okay. The Lamb of God, which yeah. is exclusively war vibes. Yes. Right. That's what they wrote. Randy Blythe. It was interviewing marines and yeah that, i think that cd won the iraq. battle of fallujah he came back yeah. <laughs> from I, who came back from iraq and yep. was just like sharing their experiences because he was like a, a virginia beach kid. yeah so he was you know around the nation, right the there yeah and stuff but he was interviewing and there's actually an interview on one of the songs about uh like a frontline troop who was like <laughs> yeah he's like yeah we had to deal with like a lot of burned bodies and it was really messed up yeah. and like that he was like put a lot of his passion into Ending the war into what ha- what that album. What happened to Lamb of God? They're still around. They're still cranking music. Are Dude, they, they really? They put out an album this year. Is it good? It's insanely
4: good. Really? Dude, they're 50. Right, Iron the Maiden just put out an album like a week or two ago. Really? Yes. Those guys have been around original for lineup years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What was your first like, CD? You the did?
3: lineup that's been playing since the 80s. Really? Yeah. First CD I bought, I think, was a Queen album. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to go oh, somewhere.
3: Cool. I was preparing
0: myself for something. That was going to be a, a huge random <laughs> nothing drag
3: out. related no. No, it was uh, Queen's greatest hits the uh Does that count? The, the CD1? Because Fred well, no, was already dead. No, and that no, was live yeah. at Wembley, right? Um yeah, this was like this would have been like 92. Okay. So yeah, he he er he he was dead already. Yeah. Yeah. But I was still only like a I don't know, 12, 13 years old. 12, 12 or 13. Yeah, so it was like 90, I don't know, 92, Is that right? 93? How old were you when when you bought your first CD out, Evan? Probably 14, 15. Okay, I guess that's right then, yeah? Well, I had an older sister that was getting all this stuff, so, like, I, yeah, I, remember when I was late to the me, game.
0: Shannon gave me MC Hammer and Sir Mix-A-Lot <laughs> tapes. Dude,
2: my sister was into the most awful stuff ever.
0: <laughs> like, we, 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 drive, we, we, drive, we, we would drive, drive around. Both of those
2: guys only have one song each I know, show. exactly. I know, exactly.
0: <laughs> we would drive around. I, I can remember driving around in her Honda CRV in Escondido, California in the early 90s, and she would listen to Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Madonna. Wilson and, Phillips? And Depeche Mode. Oh, and Four Non-Blondes. I don't think she was into
2: Wilson Phillips. <laughs> For, I don't know. Like, Five out of those six only have one song. So I, all I of them. What, she, what was, <laughs> she was the, she that, was the
3: queen that was of the one story hit. Story then that was what yeah. was popular was these bands that write a myriad of songs that only have one good one. So yeah. has it
0: really changed then? Because we talked about you know artists now creating one song for the digital platforms. Yeah. I mean, back then you had loads of one hit wonders. Right. I mean, is it really that different today? Than I don't it was know. Back maybe then? I mean,
4: maybe now artists are just like, well, we can just you know write only a few good songs and put them out instead of writing twelve songs, three of which are good, and putting all of it out. You yeah. know? I don't know. I don't know how it's changed really. Wow. I mean, there are bands that are still putting out full albums. A lot of them, yeah. But I don't think full albums get as much attention as they used to. It's not as big of a deal, I think, now when bands release albums as it used to be. You yeah, know, you're, well, you, you're not seeing like press album releases, releases, you know, yeah, paper
0: or like all, like you know, commercial on TV or anything about last, albums last coming out. Last question I have about this before we go into the break, and then we'll talk about something that might actually be relevant to people. Um, why was it so hard to open a CD case? <laughs> you know like oh, from yeah. the packaging needed, like, like did
4: you did you ever have one of those little plastic like cd case opener thing No there
0: was a there was a special tool for it, it. So it
4: was like this little round thing um but the bottom half of it was was cut out, you know, to the width that a CD case would be, mm-hmm. and it had these little notches. <laughs> because do you remember how a CD case would? It was cellophane. Edges, those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the they had those little indentions, yeah. and the, yeah. so you would take this and put it on and and pull it all the way across, and those notches would hit the little the cellophane areas. Well, even just after right,
0: you and, got and through and the it. cellophane, there was that hardcore sticker that would go uh-huh, over the top of uh-huh. it that you had to get
3: through a whole other so, level of that. So I like, had uh, a friend. Yeah, I had a friend that showed me how. Take that thing off is you break the one hinge, or you don't break it, you, you pry the one hinge off, and then you basically flip the lid <laughs> oh. up, and then it peels off that way. Oh. When I got showed that, it was revolutionary, because up until then, every CD had one strip left somewhere. Yeah. And then, and like, then you, pff, you, uh, residue. Yeah, the
0: glue, yeah, yeah. and it gets, like,
4: <laughs> lint and stuff on it. I'm yeah. going on
0: I'm going on eBay, and we're going to buy some unopened kids. old <laughs> CDs, right. and we're just going to try to engineer the best way to open them. You guys had the CD books, right? Oh, yeah, where you put your CDs in. Would you take the album cover and put it in with the CD? In the back? Yeah, so you either I, had it in the I, back or right next to how it? How are you going to know no. where the CD goes when yeah. you put it back? Yeah, exactly, yeah. You didn't do that? No, you didn't organize I, uh, your CD? I kept like that? all of the album covers, but I it, it was somewhere else. It wasn't Dude, a part I of I remember... T- T- uh, like the biggest one that you could get, like it had like 128 slots. Yeah, when full,
3: it. it's like yeah. four yeah. inches yeah. thick and weighs like <laughs> yeah, 20 pounds. Like 50 yeah.
0: pounds. You keep it in the trunk of your Volkswagen yeah. Jetta with your six disc CD changer. <laughs> yes. But I had it, man, and I always had to have the album cover right next to the CD because it was organization.
2: But I also wanted to know what they wanted me to know by it. You
0: know. <laughs> you well, how
4: about the ones that would hang on on your, your sun CD visor, visor with like, visor. like oh, oh, variety. Variety. Yeah. eight slots yeah. or whatever? And yeah. And they would
2: blind you as you drove by a
0: car. All right, we're gonna take it real quick break when we come back you Matt and Evan you guys know about this that we're building Ren's compound right now we we Jen and I and we're going to do a video <laughs> montage of us building a barn Sounds and like
2: forced labors
0: cut, off, on the horizon. cut off jean shorts. and It's a lot of manly belt. stuff. Yeah, a lot of manly stuff. But Garrett has been absolutely instrumental in helping us purchase this. I knew nothing about the VA's program to buy a home and get some money to remodel it all at the same time, all under one loan. So we're going to talk about that for a few minutes. And then we'll get back to general shenanigans and tomfoolery in the third segment. You sound good? Yeah. 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 You like it? Yeah, all right, like cool. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with our special guest. The musical mortgage man himself, Garrett Huffman of Loan Depot. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio.
5: At the VBC, we believe there are three things that a veteran stands to lose when they leave active duty, which can contribute to increased struggles and stress once they enter the civilian sector. The first is a sense of purpose that they have while they're serving their country. The VBC can provide this by allowing them to serve each other in a new capacity again. The second is a sense of belonging to a community who understands and accepts you for who you are, regardless of where you come from, what your quirks are, how strange or weird you might be, what kind of jokes you might tell. Everybody laughs and accepts you for who you are, and they're even willing to die for you. It's a little different when you enter the civilian workplace. By participating in the Veteran Business Collective, you have the opportunity once a month to get together with like-minded people will accept you and you can regain that sense of camaraderie that you had in the military. The third thing is economic stability and success. When you're in the military, the paychecks come in every two weeks, you provided housing and health insurance is taken care of. When you leave service, you have to source all those on your own and it can be a quite challenging undertaking for someone who's never had to do so in the civilian workplace. The Veteran Business Collective helps with that by providing referral business, networking opportunities, education and training. Uh, mentorship and a host of other resources to help veterans and their families succeed economically.
1: Signal Fire Radio.
5: Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. We're having a fantastic conversation with our
0: very good friend Garrett Huffman. Before we move on, though, Garrett, and talk about your profession, <laughs> Matt, can you please tell us what the state fish of Hawaii is?
3: Huma huma nuga nuga au ua. <laughs>
0: Gary, you're a big fish tank guy. You've got a lot of exotic fish in your house. I've seen them. Yep. Um, and uh, we were talking about that on the break, and then Evan and I dropped the state fish of Hawaii, and we tried that to coach. Awesome. We tried coach Matt to be able to get to say it perfectly on air. I just in heard time. It the first time. Thirty seconds. <laughs> you've ago. never, you've never known the state fish of Hawaii. No. So when Mom neither met, have I. The, I t- we took one family trip. One family trip when I was growing up. Uh, we we went to Waikiki Beach, and I have this uh, placemat. That has all the fish that you would find in Hawaii. Oh like the reef fish. Yeah, yeah and it has my name, Robert, written in Hawaiian, which is Lopaka. Um, okay. Which probably is just something you know. Peepiopee.
3: P-P-O-P. <laughs> I, I have a very close friend here who's a former Marine uh-huh. that is a freediver and he grew up in Hawaii and his name is Lopaka. Does it Whoa. And, he's, and he's black? Does Which there's Robert? not a lot of black freedivers. Can
0: you text him real quick and ask him if his name means Robert? Because this whole time I thought it was one of those like touristy, you know, like, oh yeah, Robert means Lopaka or vice versa. Um, but, anyways, on there was the state fish. It of actually White. means like
2: a horse's ass or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> something extremely stupid. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's talk for real for like eight to ten minutes and then we'll move on. Um, Garrett is like the loan extraordinaire the mortgage loan extraordinaire that's why i call him the musical mortgage man here so jen and i got a wild hair that we've been wanting to buy some property we finally found a nice little 10 acre parcel really close to the office really close to the home uh to where we live now currently and i hit garrett up i was like hey dude what do you think about this and garrett what what happened from there
4: well from there we had a just a beautiful conversation beautiful. about different loan types and structures and we talked about your VA eligibility and we talked about what you wanted to do with the property and it the thing that made the most sense was to you know to see if a VA a VA renovation loan would fit your needs the best and it turns out that it did. Did you
0: guys know this existed?
4: I want uh,
2: some more information.
0: Okay, so ch- so check it out. Here's what it's going to look like. So there's, like, this old ranch house on the property. It was built in the 30s. It has asbestos siding. Mm. We know that it has asbestos <laughs> siding. Probably, like, lead pipes. As- is that yeah, the same as yeah. asbestos? Asbestos. No, so the name would make you think that asbestos is good. Like, it's the asbestos. But asbestos <laughs> is bad. Asbestos is not good. I think it's
3: cancer-causing. But what about asbestos? It's what the a- same thing. Are you... What is? It I've not? never, I've just never pronounced it like that. No, <laughs> <you're> I've always <laughs> you're you're called it split... in hairs. Come on, I yeah. want to know more about this semantic this
2: is, language. This here. is this yeah. is of interest. So yeah. the house, yeah, I know it is it's of I, interest. I, I knew specifically
0: it would be for you. You got your South Carolina license, right? Yes, yes in you Virginia guys will hook up.
3: Do you watch his yes, videos? Yes, I watch his videos, but stop it.
0: Evan wants to know, old 1930s ranch house. We cannot live in it. We cannot occupy it. Like there's dry rot on the fascia board. Like nothing about this house is livable. But we want the property. Sure. So Garrett's like, yeah, dude. Look, you can do this VA home remodel loan. Yep. VA renovation. VA renovation loan. I I buy the land. I get the house. And then whatever's left over in my entitlement or my eligibility basically I can do a, re- a remodel, draw off it. So mm-hmm. if, let's say we need $100,000 to put this house to where it is, like every month or two months, I draw 25,000, pay the builder, yep. and they take this awful, not awful, just old and rundown building and turn it into something that we can live in, Yeah, all a part of the VA program. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I was wasn't. floored by it. I never heard that's, of it. That's pretty. And yeah. it's
4: it's easy too for the client because it's you know if we're just using example numbers, if the if you agree to buy the house and the property for two hundred thousand, and you think it's going to take a hundred thousand dollars to renovate it, then your loan is just those two amounts combined. So it's just a three hundred thousand dollar loan, and it's one monthly payment. It's one closing. It's not. Um, there's not a whole lot of moving pieces and parts to it to make it overly complicated. You know, you do have to do the draws, like Rob mm-hmm. said, to pay the builder. But other than that, you know, you get a, a VA um, approved builder contractor yep. um and you get an appraisal that says you know this is what the value will be post completion and you get the work done we close and it's good to go and it's no different really for the seller you know the seller just has a, yeah, normal, they just, yeah. a normal closing where they get the uh the proceeds from whatever you agreed to purchase the house for you mm-hmm. know because that purchase price is one thing and the loan is for that price plus whatever the rehab cost is going to be so it's just pretty streamlined all the yeah. way around.
2: No, and, and the more I think about it, the more it makes sense, especially for using a VA loan right now because right. of how the housing market is right. in so right. many places. I have, a, I have a buddy who's in Florida. He literally cannot buy a house mm-hmm. because where he's trying to live in like, you know, northwestern Florida, he's using a VA loan to purchase a home. And people are coming in and dropping cash offers and just yeah. stomping out those well, VA
0: loans. There's that too. And for like the property that we were going to buy, like the VA wouldn't approve that if no, it was it would not yeah. be yeah. an in as purchase. Right, mm-hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't go through. So it opens up the market significantly and i also think the way jen and i are looking at it too like there's a long-term equity play in it because if i can get a nice piece of property Mm -hmm. and we can get a house that's worth almost next to nothing on it like there's no value in our purchase there's almost no value in the house none of the money that we're using is going to go to the house so if we put a more suitable house on it and we bring in water and sewer and we put a garage and we kind of modernize it well then we're going to pick up way more equity than sure. what we're paying for right now. So yep. I see it as a good financial play too as well. And then what 6 months we'll refinance it and and we'll we'll, we'll turn it into a conventional I guess VA loan. So, and you wouldn't have to. You know, that's yeah. that's a point to
4: make is that the way it's set up it's it's not set up in a way that you've got to refinance it. It's not meant to be overly complicated. We it's just that being that it's renovation, it's going to have a higher interest rate than a normal purchase mm-hmm. would. So, you know, Rob's talking about refinancing to drop
2: the rate, Get the but it's the
4: not it's not built uh, it's not designed to be where you have to do multiple closings. Yeah. It'll just be more advantageous from a rate and a cost perspective to do that later. And it's, I think, a a really great way that it's, to to use this in this market, uh, which by the way, there are renovation programs for conventional loans, for FHA loans, for VA loans, there's a lot of different renovation products out there, not just VA, and in this market where there's such a tight inventory problem, there's such a squeeze on how many houses are available, I think what you're going to see is more and more buyers, at least buyers with intelligent lenders to point them in this direction will say, you know, look, Instead of trying to buy one of these homes that's existing where there's so many other people putting in offers, what if you bought something that was a little bit more, you know, dilapidated, so to speak, but not to live in it as it is, Mm -hmm. but to use a renovation product to do all this work and turn it into really whatever Mm -hmm. you want to turn it into. So instead of having to fight with 20 people on one house that it may not even be your dream home and have everything you want, you know, but it's existing and it's there, instead of having to do that, you could make a home Pretty close into what your dream home would yeah. be by buying something that needs work, using a
2: renovation product to do it, and then it's all done. So, if you if you were to do that, right, like you found, like the Rens probably aren't going to stay in this house, or if they do choose to remodel it, how does how do you go about estimating the cost of the remodel so you know how much the loan is going to be? Like how how do you estimate that?
4: So, what'll happen is um, a contractor will come and, and estimate. Based on like what Rob's plans are, what mm-hmm. he wants to do, and there'll be what's called a HUD consultant in place on this one, and the HUD consultant will come in as well and talk with the contractor on the price to do all of the work that needs to be done, and so you take you take their estimates basically and tack it onto the purchase price of the home, and that's your that's your total. It just loan. rolls up into the mm-hmm. total yeah, loan. okay. And so and the appraiser too will 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 see the. It won't be an uh, an existing appraiser an appra an existing appraisal. It'll be an appraisal that says you know what will the value be after completed work. So they'll see the plans. They'll see the quotes that the contractor have come up with. They'll see what the HUD consultant has mm-hmm. come up with. So they understand this
0: is the work that's going to be put into the house. This is what the value will be. Okay, I like it. I, I think I love it a lot because we've remodeled yeah. houses before in the past. You know, and to Garrett's point, I mean, like we expect our house, which is newer construction, once we get it on the market, right. A, it'll probably fly. multiple offers a feeding frenzy yeah it'll, where, be, it'll be gone and weekend. especially in our local market yeah I mean, it just it just is how it is well but what i was so surprised with with this is like it's 10 acres in new hanover county right developers were looking at it but right not a lot of uh, buyers like us were looking at it because i think the house like it immediately disqualified people sure so it was uh, as far as like a, a purchasing As far as the the negotiation goes and making the offers and the counter offers and doing all that stuff, we didn't feel a ton of pressure on that because there wasn't 14 or 15 other people trying to get the property. So I don't think we made a bad decision in it. Is You know, like, yeah, sometimes like when when you have like – the listing agent is like, oh, I'm expecting six or seven more offers. Your buyer's agent is going to be like, dude, you got to be competitive. It's tough. You got to make a competitive right offer. or You're not going to get it. Yeah. So I didn't feel like we were in that position at all because we're looking at something that most people maybe don't see the vision. Right. Or they they just can't live through a construction project. Their circumstances wouldn't sure. allow they that. They need somewhere to live. They yeah. need somewhere to live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where we saw that and it just made it feel like okay, there's opportunity. It seems like it's a good financial decision, but also we're not being pressured into a bad one.
4: Then that's a big a big thing that's happening now, you know, to your point is with the market being so hot, people hardly have any chance to consider it's, a hot it's market. A hot market out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: people don't have much chance to consider, you know, if it's really the house that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, there's it's the offers come in so quickly and mm-hmm. so fast. There's a lot of sight unseen purchases happening right now like from or, across the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I guess know, I'll take that one. Yeah. People <laughs> using Skype or Zoom or whatever to yeah. the agent to show the house off and say, "Look, you know, if you like what you saw from my grainy 3G connection, then you probably better go ahead and put like a half a million dollar bid in on this." I mean, yeah. it's it's crazy. But like you said, if you if you buy something that maybe is not as appealing, you know, on first glance, um, with doing a renovation in mind, you don't have all of this pressure on you to make a split-second decision and buy
0: something that you might not super, super love. I almost guarantee that it sounds like the F-16s are out (laughs) up above us or the the Harriers maybe. Warbirds. The Warbirds. Probably I guarantee, yeah, Josh is nodding his head as you were saying that. I was like, we, we built a very soundproof room as best as we could. But sound, job. but you can't block out the sound of freedom. freedom. Yeah, it's true. Thirty thousand pounds of sound. thrust.
3: Mm. There's no hiding mm. that. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so nobody will be able to hear anything other than what that what God in America intended you to hear, right then because <laughs> because the jets were flying overhead. Um, dude, I love it. So you, this, I feel Evan, like this is going to be a tactic that you're going to try to take for yourself when you guys decide.
2: Exactly what what you guys did, you know, I I want land. And the way that it was looking for me was that I was going to probably buy a home in South Carolina and then have that be like my five-year home Mm -hmm. while I, you know, build equity, look for land to then build like the forever home and turn the five-year home into a rental property. But it looks like now I can kind of reverse that
0: dude that's our whole plan because with the with the way the 10 acres are set like this house that we're going to be remodeling is not we're not going to live there forever right like there's so much more land back behind it where we'll build our forever home sure. when we have the money and and all that other stuff that we want to be able to do it and then and then either sell that house to an in-law or to a parent or something like that and then do like real proper estate living mm-hmm. where you get the whole family right there it'll be like you know welcome home cotter Welcome yes, back. That, welcome, welcome back, back, Cotter. Yeah, yeah. Every, the whole family lives in one place. And we have.
3: you was know. Was that John Travolta? Yeah, he was yeah. in that high school. The high school, yeah. the high school uh, classroom TV show or whatever. Did oh. I never watched it? I just remember <laughs> it his name. My, my yeah. little brother. I mean, mind you, was reruns, but my Tommy was into that. Was show. he really? <laughs> I don't know why, dude, but he was into he's it. An old soul. soul. Yeah, Tommy he's, is an old soul. He is. He is, he is Tommy
0: thirty yet? What's it How old is Tommy?
3: Yeah, he's thirty six. Uh, he he's thirty six. Yeah, he age. turns 26 next your month. Age. Your My age? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I forgot how far apart you guys were. An elder are so to me, young. four years. A very, yeah, very much an elder yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah,
4: You're
3: and still in that. your 20s, 27. It's unbelievable. man. That I'm, is
2: but also, unbelievable. But
4: also an
0: old
2: soul.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but but he's got it so well put together. I think like at at 27, I still didn't have a freaking clue, and I feel like you you have a semblance of who you want to be and a what semblance. you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. A semblance it's more than a what word. I had because I was still <laughs> in between phases, man. I was like, am I punk rock or what am I? Am I yeah. still doing – I well, don't know. We all know that. It's yeah, super
4: normal. interesting like how quickly time like takes you to that point, though, where you're an adult and you're suddenly you know, just yeah. in the middle of making adult decisions all the time. Stuff, yeah. yeah, and you sort of still feel like – I don't feel a whole lot different than how I felt when I was like 20, I guess – but I'm having to be a much
2: more of an adult now than I ever did. Is then. it weird that I don't always feel like stressed out about that though? No. Like, should I be more stressed no. out about no. that? No. Okay. Point, no. All right. Good. Yeah. I, I guess I don't I, think it accomplished. A lot much of times, of I, I don't care at all. I'm no. like, oh, oh well, well, I guess I'll figure it out. You know. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's sort of. It's not. I guess it's not stress because, like, I mean, it doesn't change anything, right? But no. it's it's just
0: kind of like, oh man, I'm in the middle of that now. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> here yeah. I am. Yeah. But then you look back at it and you're like, <laughs> like we were talking yesterday, I'll remember. November 2020 to November 2021 is one of the best years of my life yeah one of the best so many things happened that are this happened you and I happened Morgan coming to work at the office happened like there's just so many things that I could go back and point to and go that's great that's great that's awesome that yep. was pivotal Implement, uh, instrumental um, in my life's trajectory. And so, yeah, you can look back at it and stress, or you can be stressed in the middle of it, or you can choose to go, no, there's some really awesome stuff happening. I might not have realized its full impact yet, but it's things are occurring that are going to be big for me, be meaningful for me next decade. Right. And I
3: would second now. that. I mean, the last... the. Pretty much since you and I met, like right when the pandemic started, um, that same time frame has been very pivotal for me, too, in in personal ways and in um, just the relationships. And a lot of it is intertwined to the same stuff you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You've gone through a
0: lot of haircuts in that amount of time, though.
3: No, I didn't. I think Rob
0: and I have seen a a, a lack of haircuts in that that time frame. No haircuts. Absolutely no haircuts. I think I had one... Jenna was like, "Go get your dead
2: ends trimmed." I, was like, like, so, yeah. I need. Uh, the, I want to get my dead while, ends trimmed. While I need we're to. in this vein, <laughs> yeah. can we please just say that Jenna Cutting, yep, uh, FMP, yep, hates Robert Renz's hair. She hates it. Oh,
3: <laughs> she was trying to sell it last night to go really. Back to like this. She was showing really? us all pictures
2: of, of. He
3: does look. He looks mighty fine with a with vanilla a ice, Rob.
2: <laughs> And, I've
3: yeah, I've seen some of those and pictures.
2: Jenna hates his long hair. She hates it. Yeah. she wants him to be clean cut again. I'm not ready yet, though. Yeah.
0: I have dreams at night where I cut my hair
2: and I wake up disappointed. What if it's like Samson?
0: Yeah,
4: you where know? you lose all, all of your, your strength. strength, you know, or your creativity or whatever. See, you know, I'm worried What if about you go
3: back to just being an a total dude? Yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. That would be really Can you go back bad. to that
4: life, Rob? Yeah,
0: I don't I Can you I can't be about that life. No, no way, worked, man. Yeah, and worked i very I should, hard, chill, hard. Chill switch engage,
3: bro. I, exactly. Chill and and engage, I hate the, the fact the that, like, I always talk about this, <laughs> but I also rents. always, always love talking about this. Is the fact that almost every picture that he has shared with me pre-Jenna, I'm just like... Knob. You look like a grade-A a-hole. And and he's just like, I was. I was. I was. I, I was. I listened lost. to a lot of
0: Nickelback. I was. Yeah, I was. Never listened to Nickelback. <laughs> Don't you put that voodoo on me, Rick? No. Rob, <laughs> Rob,
2: Rob Renz is an aficionado, yeah. nay, super fan of butt rock. I love but butt rock. rock. I love butt rock. Well, back to the
0: earlier segment before we before we take our next break. I was, I was glad none of you asked what the first CD that I bought was. What was it, Rob? Was it, was it butt but rock? But I'm going to tell you now because – it was butt rock and it kicked off <laughs> it kicked off my whole butt rock consumption. Five I got the first I got the first God Smack CD. Oh nice. yeah. And then my best friend from high school Standalone. Yeah, no, 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 it was the one with whatever. <laughs> dun dun, dun. So, then, my best friend from high school got the Godsmack uh, son tattooed. Yeah, he did. On his belly button? Yeah, he's a PMP now. He's he's nerdy as a dad bod, uh, all of it. (laughs) But he has that Godsmack son just emblazoned in between his shoulder blades. That is so horrible. When did you start listening to August Burns Red? Uh, August Burns Red probably came...
2: They're you know, Christian, did you know? Yeah, that? I, I was
0: Christian into boys. that. I was very much into that Christian metalcore scene. August Burns Red, Haste the Day, as Norma, of lay Norma Jean, as Yes, I Dime. Norma Dime. Jean, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, I could. That's could, he is legend. was do born born of that scene mm. all day. I could do that all day long. But August we Burns Red, as Romans, yeah. yep. My intro to that genre was Killswitch Engage, okay. and so and then Killswitch begat everything else. Well, it's and,
4: only fitting then,
0: yeah, you know, with the merch. Yeah, it is. Killswitch Engage, is. Signal Fire. Yeah. Yeah. promo all code the, RNS. All of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag promo code RNS. But yeah, but yeah, Godsmack was the first one, and then I really got into Deep butt Rock. For a long time, Rob what, Zombie. What pulled you out of oh, Rob Zombie? Rob zombie. God. Power Man Five Thousand. You remember Power Man Five Thousand? Oh That's my butt run. God, They only had one. So just, on. They did. Yeah. Stained uh, Bizkit, I'm thinking of run. um yeah. Dracula, the the Rob. Yeah. Dead Girl. Yeah, yeah. Dracula was a, was another ICP? good one. Back no, Dragula? God, no, it was never a juggalo. Was Those there a difference between the worst?
2: Was there a difference between White
3: Zombie and Rob Zombie? People? I think they the that same was thing? I think that was his band before. Yeah, Rob Zombie was just the independent label of Zombie. Rob was the solo act of White Zombie cool cat dude i've never he he's never rubbed me the uh, wrong way no cool well he's directed some creepy movies he's, he's yeah he's out house there a thousand corpses yeah but then i i have to
0: ask myself people like him is all of that an act is right all of I that a so. gimmick and I then is so. he just a totally normal dude <laughs> when he's at home yes you know he wears eight slippers in the like morning probably yeah. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Drinks i think all of industry, has a
2: french bulldog
4: yeah i mean like Take it to more extreme. What about someone like Marilyn Manson? Now, he's, like, a, like, he's a I, certified... I think, I think he's a through-and-through through weirdo. Yeah? A, yeah, yeah. Tell, got... so,
3: tell me how the guy's not in prison when there's been a ton of... I think of... he will
0: be. I think he will be. Yeah. I think he was a, a dirtbag. Is he going to get R. Kelly'd or what?
3: Y'all killing no, he, me with I'm this! I'm fighting for my life! Oh. <laughs> no, R. Kelly's well, a bean flicking, like, child... I, we can't say that. You can't say that. No, you can't. Okay, well... Uh, well, Mickey would disagree. <laughs> <with me. Yeah. laughs> oh, God. Oh, bless... Um, no, what were we just talking about? Uh, R. Kelly. Marilyn yeah, Manson. R. Kelly, I mean, he, he was, like, sex crimes against kids. Yeah. Um, he deserves everything he has coming to him. It's yeah. And and more. So Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Manson was just sexually abusive to, like, his girlfriend. Well, but I thought the
0: one that he started, that he married, like, she was, like, 17. When he first started, which is, oh, a, really? which is a kid, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is a kid, yeah, which is illegal, yeah, 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 wrong on so many accounts. I don't know how we got here. We went to a very dark place. That's third rail, as soon, boys. As soon as we started talking about butt rock, it brought us here. So which is happened.
4: why, if it's, your friends are into butt rock, pull yeah. them out of. Yeah, Please it's the tell your Don't let them go to this dark place. Tell your friends, drug.
0: butt rock is one, wrong. One, one la- real friends st- don't let friends listen. No, they don't to butt rock. One Correct. final story. One final story about Marilyn Manson. I was in eighth grade. I was at Cherokee Christian School, and. we... We had this new kid who start. He got kicked out of public school. He was oh, you've told me about this. He was like a troubled, <laughs> troubled young boy. I sat in the very back on the right hand side. And Joey Moorecraft, who is like still one of the best teachers I've ever known, he was very much into literature and like uh, you know, like acoustic music, right? But he would sing us lessons sometimes. It was kind of funny, Evan. I can feel your gaze. But this kid I can feel your gaze. This kid this kid that got moved into our school in the middle of the school year would not pay attention to anything. He was super into Marilyn Manson. And he would draw like demons on on his <laughs> notepad. This is like
3: a South Park. Oh, it really road. was.
0: It really was. And he would whisper to himself. And he got sat by me for. And he was only he was only in the school for like two or three months. Finally, his parents were like, "I'm sorry, we did this to you." He, oh he was that bad. That I was kid. so freaked out. So I would never listen to Marilyn Manson because I was like, "Man, you I were was,
3: legit creeped by him." <laughs> Super, like trench coat, trench coat mafia. Yeah, yeah like.
0: I was like this. I think his name was Zach. I don't. Did remember, you did but, you
2: wear uniforms at school? Yeah, we wore did uniforms. He, yeah. Did he did um, he like? Like subtly break uniform. Like, did he he do things that were out of <laughs> almost uniform? always. pop the collar? You know? Yeah, collars. yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of an like untuck. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. remember when you started <laughs> not meeting the hair code cut, properly,
1: cutting,
0: cutting the the hems of our pants so we could open it up and get a little bit more flair around your Adidas <laughs> shell toes? Did you I... guys go through that?
2: uh never did that. <laughs> <You> see that <laughs> definitely not, not adidas that sounds like yeah. no
4: see again some, butt rock some, face, skin, i'm glad i'm mean, oh man yeah. oh it's Geez, awful
3: no he was always wearing like skate shoes wrong wasn't he? No, adidas toes. yeah you're right you're right
4: you wore yeah, a lot yeah, of Jinko jeans right. though right a yes couple, a couple pairs that's of horrible jeans a
0: couple pairs of Jinko jeans and you know what i don't regret that <laughs> i don't regret that you can't regret everywhere you've been brought you to where you are now i think that's exactly right
3: did you wear Jinko jeans to a slipknot show
0: uh, no, but I wore them to a seven ten split concert, which was this little Christian punk rock band that went to Shiloh Hill's About bowling, no. what about an
4: insane clown posse concert?
0: No, never. So the Juggalos, man. Keep, I, no, I, the think jo- he, <laughs> I think he's gonna chip away. You, you guys You guys see think me shift in crack. my chair a little bit? No, dude. That that, that whole oh, like what was this one time. That whole like painting your face like a clown and and dumping root beer all over yourself. I did bago root beer. Yeah, bago. What was up with that? Like, I don't know. Again, it had to be. Schtick. That's a whole subculture. It, it is. That's a whole. Have like, like, you ever group watched the Juggalo, a Juggalo documentary? I don't know how we started with mortgages and now we're doing Juggalo <laughs> documentaries on the same segment. You won't let water, us that's leave that's Butt Rock.
4: That's why. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Your friends are trying to pull you yeah, out of I keep it. The into of butt rock. Butt rock, I keep getting dragged into it Butt Rock.
0: I keep getting dragged into Butt Rock. everything in. There's a really interesting documentary cut about the court. Juggalo subculture. You should watch it someday. It's dark, man. I bet. It's And
3: Juggalo is like an ICP follower? Yeah. 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 Ooh, I would a, like to watch that the actually. first.
0: The first house that we bought. This the, again, being seated next to weird people, I have a story for it. The house two doors down. This guy had not you, buddy, not you. The guy two doors down was a juggalo from the first house that I bought, and they had a Chevy Suburban, blue with blacked out windows. You know how people put tributes to to dead people. For sure, yeah, yeah. The big. This neighbor of mine. This neighbor of mine had a the little the little Juggalo cartoon thing with the swastika looking thing. No, it's 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 a cartoon. Yeah, I know, but it looks
3: like a swastika. Yeah, it does. does. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he had that in the middle, and it had rest in peace, and then it had his friend's Juggalo name at the
2: bottom, and it was like it was like Boinky or something. (laughs) 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 It's it's always like a clown name, like Boinky. Are you ready for it? Flip flop. Are you ready for it? Yeah. The the name was Fat.
0: De Gigla. <laughs> fat Da Gigla. Fat, like as in Fat the Giggler.
1: <laughs> but it was.
0: <laughs> da da- Gigla. <laughs> it was Fat Da Gigla. And dude, I mean. Uh. <laughs> it, oh it was awful. It was that is absolutely oh, awful. That is the yeah. most
3: horrible tribute. Fat de, fat de I hope those
0: people are doing well for themselves. You
3: really, you know,
1: really
4: talk really
3: about leaving a legacy. I, know, I mean
4: 100%. the family of Fat de Giggla. I hope they're listening.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pour some out for Fat
2: de he, Yeah, he pour is, some Fago out. Survived <laughs> by, by Linda
0: and Jeffrey like de
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, by his beautiful bride, skinny to <laughs> There's just so many ways that you can it. I feel like it,
3: we know? need to all get de loused or something. Yeah, I know. It gets it a little very sticky dirty. there the past three
2: or four minutes.
0: You
3: know when you watch
2: like, but... like a, a bug documentary or like and you feel itchy afterward? That's I feel mm-hmm. itchy right now. Psycho yeah. it's a psychosomatic thing, That's isn't what
0: it? I don't know. So, anyways, buy your homes, use Garrett, don't it, listen to bugs. In, in North, North Carolina, Virginia, right. and South Carolina. Yeah.
4: Purchases, refinance, renovation,
0: we do it. I love it, Let's man. do it. We're, we, we very much enjoyed our experience with you. And, and you know, we, we constantly on this show goof around, right? It's yes. not like we can't stay serious for more than three or four minutes. But to the point of it is you and I are working together. Yep. And I like being able to do that. Intermittently, when you're like, hey, Rob, I need your W 2s or whatever. Sure. And I'm like, okay, can we goof off for a little while and then can we get back
1: <laughs> to
2: doing business again? That's the I, only type of business that Rob does. That's yeah. all I do.
0: <laughs> that's all I do. Well, if you're all coming, work and no play. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> makes, makes Rob a dull. It really does. Yeah, boy. I'll start wearing creased khakis and a polo shirt every single day and I'll just die in my little jail cell. Um, no, 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 by no, no. no H. H. Rob I want to help you get to a better state. <laughs> <laughs> Whatnot. But yeah, we have fun and we get yeah. you home too. Yeah, it's great. I love it, dude. Me I'm excited. Too, man. I, uh, I'm excited to do it. I'm thinking a lot about the about like a garden party that we'll have there, but like a punk rock garden party, the yep. one that we've been wanting to do for a while, so everybody can come in their worst outfit
2: that they remember growing up in. Ooh, I'm gonna get some 41 hair. Ooh, nice. dude,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he do rubber bands or was that all? Gel, I think it was just gel. Think?
2: Yeah, <laughs> probably Elmer's. I'll, I'll...
0: Yeah, probably so. I do modge so... bodge. Yeah.
2: I do. <laughs> oh!
1: Like that, is a,
0: that is a throwback <laughs> reference right there. I think I still have a pair of Jinkos somewhere. I think I might still have some box yeah, up somewhere. I think my out. mom saved them as a reminder when I start complaining about – how bad about, things have been. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah how, how low our family sunk. But more importantly, like when, when the girls start coming to me wanting to wear things, mom will pull out the Jinkos
2: and be like <laughs> – Remember just, when. just dress when. up like that and then they'll be like okay i'll put my normal clothes back on." Yeah. <laughs> you were
0: right yeah when they're getting ready to go out i'll just have something more embarrassing yeah. on before just they shorts come out with your whole butt out whole, yeah. top top yep under-boob, <laughs> right to there all of it hey girls let's go daddy's let's ready go. to be your chaperone <laughs> yeah i love it all right we're gonna take a real quick break when we come back uh we're gonna talk about something else you yep. good with that Garrett? Let's do it we'll probably talk a little bit more about music and mortgages okay. and man stuff Yeah, Which has pretty much been the whole vein of this entire show so far. Yep. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right
6: back on Signal Fire Radio. I just didn't want to feel any pain anymore. I mean, I'm literally, like, drunk, dug my own grave, and then, like, who the heck's going to bury me? You know, I'm going to be in this grave and dead, and they're going to find me. So that's not what I wanted. I just wanted to disappear and, you know, get by without having to be depressed. My name is Samuel Roberts. I'm a veteran and I'm an advocate for medicinal cannabis. In my first semester of my second attempt at college, I was struggling quite a bit. One day I'm in the Veterans Center at Cape Fear Community College and I was having a bad day. And a veteran, a Marine Corps veteran walked up to me and he said, hey Sam, how you doing? And um, just gave him the same line I always give everybody Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, What's up? And he goes, Well, you don't look fine. And we got to talking about it a little bit more. And he asked me, he goes, Well, have you ever tried this? And he was referring to medicinal cannabis. I had tried the meds, I had done the antidepressants, I had um, the therapy, I had gone to two hospitals, I was in behavioral health units, uh, begging, begging for help in all the legal ways. This was the only thing that I had to do, which would break the rules, but could help me. Speaking from the veteran community, we're losing 22 veterans every day to suicide. We need every weapon, every tool at our disposal to stop this. Visit ncfamiliesformedicalcannabis.com
5: signal fire radio
0: uh welcome back to the gathering of the juggalos uh, <laughs> forgive me. welcome back uh to signal fire radio sorry i got a little confused there with what we were doing evan didn't the didn't the juggalos the icp people didn't they uh try their hand at wrestling for a little while
2: <laughs> there was so there was a like an underground um sort of like faction of of like extreme pro wrestling yeah it was like All stunts, like ECW type crazy stuff like... You know sales Dub- and stunts super yeah, like super crazy power bombs like off of houses right. into piles of like fluorescent light bulbs. <laughs> Dude, but the but the but yes. the insane clown posse guys <laughs> it was
3: were thing. a part of it that, was right? Thing, like did yeah. they actually wrestle And it was always in a trailer park. Uh huh. Yeah, and there's pit bulls on chains. It. Yeah. yeah. It was don't ridiculous.
2: Stereotype, Matthew. No, this was a thing. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I don't remember what it was called. I never I feel looked like, into it, but yeah. It I
0: feel totally like now thing. the more that I think about it, I feel like the insane clown posse, they're just real cheap hawk and animal offs Like the Road Warriors, like like, uh, are they don't,
2: don't disparage. Uh, I'm not. I'm may not. Rest in peace. No, no,
0: no, no. I'm no holding worries. them in very high regard. I, I still think they were the best tag team of early WWF. Probably uh, up there. Soccer. Well, yeah. don't disparage Fat to Giggle either. No, Fact, damn. Yeah, may he rest in peace. I
2: honestly don't. Uh, I don't know like where the whole clown shtick yeah. came from.
0: Where did it came out of nowhere? creepy though
3: that's it's marketing crazy. creepy clowns it yes. is
0: something marketing. that sells that's we've been talking about it for 20 minutes i know right i mean that's the goal we have lost 100 percent of our uh, listeners but we're really
2: going to do good get with a the a juggalo line right? from a song <laughs> yeah. a title from a song not one the name of an album not one, of those. <laughs> not one not a single i used to one. work with a guy that had uh, icp
4: tattoos and cottonmouth kings that was another band oh, he was oh that, like, so wow stoner yeah yeah
2: yeah, he was, was little, he was
4: super big into that like whatever that sort of sort of like new metal mixed with rap, but, but rap, yeah, but rap
0: new yeah. metal stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big into that. Yeah, yeah, man, that's crazy. King Spade, that's King another Spade, one. SoCal bro dork mm-hmm. metal rap. This is a very been a very music leaning. Uh, we got the musical mortgage. Yeah, we man. do have musical
0: mortgage, <laughs> man. Have you heard? What other direction did you expect it to go? I don't know. I don't know. We talked music and mortgage. I think those are the only two things I really wanted to cover with you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, can we buy you a new house now right next to us? Yeah. Oh, actually, what I was going to say cheap. is the three Money's acres.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> three, I got
0: you. The three acres right next to us has a little mobile home on it that you could buy. You could do the same thing, and we could be we could be neighbors, bro. I don't want to do that. I know.
2: It's not, it's not South Carolina. <laughs> I know
0: it's not South Carolina. You've got your house. But I am separate. licensed there. Oh. <laughs> In Virginia. Ding! <laughs> let's not forget it. Plug it. it. Yeah, let's exactly. plug it. 100%. As you were leaving the house today, Morgan was like, don't forget. <laughs> to tell the audience. To tell the audience, South Carolina and Virginia. Right. Yeah. Make it clear to your listeners. Make it clear to them that you're also licensed in South Carolina and Virginia. That's right. right. What else you guys want to talk about? Because hmm, I said we're going to talk about music and mortgages and man stuff.
2: I don't know that we've covered much man stuff. Uh, let's well, talk about what, what, Garrett, do you do in your free time. Yeah. If you have any. Because I don't, I, I mean, like, obviously you grew up, like, playing music. You're so passionate about music. How has mm-hmm. that carried over into your into your free time? Do you still play? Do you still plan on, like, getting the band back together? Like, what do you want to do?
4: Um, yeah, I still play music. I, I don't have a lot of free time these days, but uh, I still play music as much as I can um, and go to as many concerts as I can, which, you know, for the last year and a half has been on hiatus, so it's been exciting to... We've been to a couple together. Uh, in fact, here in Wilmington recently, it's been really nice to get back out and do that stuff. So, yeah, just playing music and um, do a lot of stuff with my wife and my son. He's five, so he you know he plays soccer and baseball and everything like that and try to take trips to, like, last year we went to Gatlinburg. I think we're going to the zoo later
0: this year. So just, just normal, regular things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a stuff. good question, though, because one thing that Garrett's done very, very well, um, and I think... You just started doing mortgages right around the time that you and I met, right?
4: Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I worked for a credit union starting in 2017, and I did all kinds of lending that wasn't mortgages. So Mm -hmm. cars and credit cards and uh, tractor trailers and, you know, just interesting things. Um, And in 2019, in the summer of 2019, I was starting, just starting to transition a little bit into more mortgage-related things at work. But we were also buying our first house and we used uh, we didn't go through the credit union to do it. We used a non-bank lender. Um, and so that's where I kind of got introduced into mortgage lending as a career and doing it not for a bank or a credit union, but for a non-bank lender. The way that the pay structure was different, the way that the product offerings were different, just all of it. So late 2019 is when I got into it and like in the fall, um, almost two years ago. And then I had a couple of months of training and I got on my own in a commission-only environment, uh, knowing nobody and knowing very little about how to write a mortgage loan about two weeks before all of the shutdowns happened from COVID. So, you know, then I was up the creek without a paddle. You know, you you couldn't get out and meet anybody. You couldn't do anything. so I started doing really from talking to you. I mean, you and I met earlier, mm-hmm. um, kind of in I don't know January or February of twenty twenty, yeah, maybe in there. Yeah. So as I was kind of coming out of training and starting to transition into writing my own loans is when we met. It was you before had short the hair then. Yep. Yeah. And it was before the outbreak. And um, anyway, during sometime in the summer of twenty twenty, kind of in the heat of the outbreak when it was just like you couldn't go anywhere and do anything and everyone was doing Zoom stuff is when Rob and I had a conversation about video marketing, which he was already doing on LinkedIn and on other social media. And I started to adopt some of that as well, which is really kind of, you know it's it's been a longer journey than that but that's what led into like me doing diy videos and stuff led into the big push for video marketing that i do now with like through signal fire um and the whole you know coming up with a brand identity for myself being the musical mortgage man trying to incorporate things that i like and am interested in instead of just being another you know another banker that's mm-hmm. in a suit and tie with mm-hmm. a you know just Clean cut. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's hard to differentiate yourself and make yourself stand out if you look, talk, and act like everyone else in the business does. And so instead, you know, I kind of decided to just adopt the things that I like and present myself the way that I'm more comfortable. And it's been it's been really great because now people like work with me genuinely for for who I am and like enjoy that aspect of it. Instead of just a transaction, we get to have a relationship that's based on, you know, mutual interest and just Putting yourself out there and showing people your personality is just going to, it's going to uh, breed energy that comes back to you from, you know, like minded people.
0: Do you feel like that makes you more confident in what you do?
4: Yeah, I think so for sure. It's a lot easier for me to talk about, you know, um, mortgage related things if I'm. If I get to be myself while I'm doing it, and I don't have to feel that I'm, I have to impress you or something, and I can just imagine, I can just bang being me, like (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. Well, I did it for a few years. Yeah, I can't picture that. And it was a good experience. I mean, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about um, client service and maintaining and building relationships Mm -hmm. and like the right way to talk to people and how. there's a story behind all of it you know it's all it's all numbers on paper for us and how to put someone into a loan program and does the debt to income make sense are there enough reserves but at the end of the day like all of these people are individuals that are looking to accomplish something in their lives Mm -hmm. by what by what they're seeking your help for and um anyway i learned a lot about like those kinds of relationships at the credit union and you know finance in general but it is nice now to really you know, have the freedom to, since I'm responsible for my own income, you know, now it's nice to have the freedom to present myself how I want to and not have to worry about someone in corporate, you know, saying that my hair can't be a certain length or I need to wear a tie or you can't show your tattoos and you can't talk about music or whatever. You know,
0: it's nice to just be able to be me. I think that'll attract more people to you (laughs) than, than trying to like have that fully polished Completely one hundred percent knowledgeable because they're, they're
2: getting their mortgage written by a human being, right? Not right. a stiff in a suit. Yeah, you know.
0: I, I see. I see that. What what Garrett just described. I see that happening all around my inner circle. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing it. I've done it. Yep. I mean, I could go down a list of ten or fifteen people, and I do <clears> wonder if that if the pandemic, um, Sorry. sped that along a little bit. Yeah. Or if that was, because the other thing that I see too happening is like, it's our time right now. And when I mean our time, I mean like the late 20s to early 40s, the, the bulk of the millennial generation are sort of coming into their own personally and professionally. We're hitting yeah. late 20s, mid 30s, early 40s. So there's a lot of us taking over the workforce. And I, so I, I asked myself, does the pan, did the pandemic speed that along? Yeah. Or has this just been baked in the cake? For our cohort, generational cohort, all along, like, were we just going to do that naturally?
4: Or I feel like it
3: was. Bo- it's been I, both. I, I yeah? think so
4: too. I mean, social media has had such a natural like progression mm. into being more and more popular, and and marketing has had such a natural progression from moving moving from like print ads, you know, to TV to to the internet to social media, um, and I think it was already heading in that direction. But COVID
0: certainly forced everyone to mm-hmm. like really double down in that arena because it's the only arena you had sure. right right and i guess just the result of that is like as you're doing social media and you're learning you can figure out how to do it wrong really fast and then you right. can take an awful long time learning how to do it do right it right sure yeah so um, there's also I think so it,
2: many people doing it really well that you can emulate
0: and you oh can yeah learn yeah, from, yeah. Build no, no doubt on.
2: yeah that's a,
0: you know, I,
4: I see a lot of, in like in my field, I see a lot of real estate agents do it or more more agents than I see lenders. And that's a big reason that I decided to do, you know, any kind of like video marketing um, that had to do more with myself and, and not as much with just like, here are three dry facts about an FHA mortgage loan was because... Lenders just aren't doing much like that to differentiate themselves or to show, you know, personality. I mean, it's just it's like an ATM with a face for most mm-hmm. lenders. I think, uh, you know, you see agents, real estate agents. I mean, doing some of this and like branding a little bit and stuff, but you don't really see it in the financial side.
0: Has it had a good impact in your business?
4: Yeah, no doubt, absolutely. Are you better off today than where you were a year ago? Yes, 100. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Well, and and a lot of it, like, it's interesting because you know, the videos that I put out, as you well know, like with your videos, each one has some specific topic, right? But like, mm, I don't know, 75% of the time that I'm getting hit up, from a video that's been posted, it may not even be about that specific topic. But it, but there's, you know, there's all kinds of like psychology and science that goes behind. Like, how many times does someone have to see your content before they respond to it? You know, it may have been like the second thing that they saw two weeks ago that they really liked. That's been in the back of their head, but it's not until they saw the fifth thing that you put out that they finally responded. Right. You know, so thing. it's, yeah. it's not even always that. Um, You know, the video that I put out on Monday directly corresponds to a conversation that I have Monday afternoon. A lot of times the video that I put out on Monday sparks a conversation with someone that you know, saw a video from three Mondays ago and they're like, man, like I've been meaning to talk to you. Like, tell me about such and such.
0: Yeah. You're really just creating two things. You're building trust and creating top of mind awareness. And that's really all it is because, you know, sometimes if you have a call to action, you might have some low hanging fruit where somebody's like, Hey, I've been wanting to talk to you about that, but it's not because you tried it one time. It's because you've been in front of them, eight, 10, 12, 15, maybe even a hundred times before there's that one thing that finally goes, okay, now I'm going to talk to Garrett.
4: And I think, from a marketing standpoint, <clears throat> that it points to the most important, but I think often one of the most difficult parts is the consistency that you have to have to, to to breed that. You know, because if you're posting a video like once a week, or you know, hit and miss every every couple of weeks, or like three videos one week, but none for the next two weeks, and it doesn't have to be videos. You know, whatever kind of post you're you're making to do this, but. You know, that if you don't have consistency and people aren't consistently seeing you and like having that message delivered, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't resonate the way that it does. If it is consistent, you know, you, you will be forgotten about quickly. And I think from an, like an algorithm standpoint, it's not going to push your content mm-hmm. as hard if you're hit and miss with it. You've, you know, you have to stay consistent to make make these algorithms push
0: stuff to people. Garrett was one of the smart ones too because he got on the child labor thing early by yeah. by using Jackson, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, to make cuter videos, yeah, than, For sure. yeah, than just those his are, his mug. Incredible. He's got to
4: make a comeback,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll bring Don't him call to the it next recording back. session, and we'll we'll make sure we get some good ones with Garrett. That and, would be a great like, little Jax, segue yeah. commercial. Yeah. Um, yeah, sound clip yeah.
2: would be of Jax.
0: I love yeah. it. Yeah.
4: he would always star as my prospective buyer or yeah. somebody that wanted to have, buy a house in an insane location. <laughs> Talking on his
3: juice box, <laughs> <cell phone. laughs> juice box cell phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah what do you, man hook what me what up do do the home mean? loan. <laughs> He's a good kid.
0: He's a good kid.
4: <laughs> it's really cold
3: here, bro. Yeah. Garrett,
4: we got
0: to wrap up here. If you want, if people want to get in touch with you, where should they go?
4: Um, they should call me. At nine one zero four seven zero nine eight five zero, or they should email me at ghuffman at dot depot.com. They can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. If you just Google Garrett Huffman mortgage, It'll pop up with the link
0: to the Lone Depot SEO. website. If you do Garrett, uh, if you do go Google Garrett Huffman and you click on images, there'll be a picture of him right next to Gallagher, the comedian who squashed mm-hmm. fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, there'll be a perfect side-by-side. <laughs> Have you guys not made this connection yet? Do you know who I'm talking about? Of course. Yeah, I know yeah. Gallagher head Gallagher
3: headshots. was bald, though. Balding. He had the bald. But he, <laughs> had he a wore the cap, right? Like, <laughs> I'll be there soon, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, Yeah. Anyway. Tell, me, look, <laughs> look, tell, me,
0: tell me Garrett doesn't look just
2: like Gallagher. Oh, was that a dig? Is that what that was? <laughs> no, it's not a dig.
3: Is a
0: dig? Derek's skin is like flawless though like Thank you, Matt. look you that's 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 pretty close guys like it's a freaking goofy looking deal That looks like weird him. Al Yeah <laughs> oh wait where'd he go? sorry he I okay well maybe I'm wrong. like my, my cousin has said the same thing. Before. I sort of thought he kind of has a little Gallagherian look Nope, my cousin has said
4: the same thing you're not you're not alone, Rob
0: all you, right you're next to alone but not alone. who's See, dude? If you bring back the womb broom fully, <laughs> no. it's because it's because of that mustache, that high school mustache photo that you have. But he, you look just like Gallagher, and have like an early version a of it, like you could. Catcher. Yeah, you, you could play him in the origin story if Hollywood wanted to do anything on Gallagher. Yeah, once upon a time in G. Huffman at Give yep. the, give the phone number one more time? 910-470-9850. And an awesome follow on all social media. So that's Garrett Huffman. We'll put all his information in the show notes. Thanks for coming and
2: joining us, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. It's you been got fun. It. You got a buddy Ev? Anything? No. Uh Sainofsky? Yeah, I think I think um for for veterans or people looking to use a VA loan, like think about the was it, it's remodel loan? Yeah, renovation. Renovation. Yeah, loan. think about that because like the housing market sucks right now, man. Dude, especially I'm, in the southeast, it sucks. I'm personally so. juiced
0: about it. I've enjoyed working with Garrett. The underwriting process or well, the application process was easy. We're getting ready to go through Just the about underwriting to get process, to it. Yep. and I feel good about it. Though I feel good, about it. I think it's going to go easy. Bartholomew Miladovich, our little Chechen king. What do you have to say,
3: Mad Dog? Uh, Mad Dog, my life. I'm. I'd, I'd be honest. I'm somewhat jealous. Why? Not jealous, but like you you can can I would buy a house from Gary. You also you sure have can. the best
2: house out of all
3: of us. Yeah. but I it, have plenty to lend. That's, it's like I would love to live next door to you guys and like have this like sprawl of property and where you know, but dude, it's just we love where we live. I know, but the three acres is right next to us. I know. You well, Scott's, Scott's going to buy it, build know. on it, and I've make got, a lot cheap lot of money. Money, got cheap huh? money, Matt. got cheap
0: money. Cheap money. Money is cheap. Money's cheap. I got a bag of it for you. I, I thought he was going to show up with money after he approved my <laughs> application. I was like, okay, He's okay. been
4: asking where his bag of money Like when the it,
0: emoji,
2: <laughs> the money bag
0: yeah. with the, with when does the it dollar come? sign on When do I yeah. get the money? When do I get the money? All right, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next week, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe because you might find a Garrett Huffman in there somewhere and go be a Signal Fire in your community. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Catch new episodes weekly and be sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe now and become a signal fire in your
5: community.